98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Ty, Daniel, Amber, Glaze on a day where we expect some mid-70s. That's nice. Daniel, how's it going with your mom? She's been here. She's staying for two weeks. We're d- uh, we're down one week. Um, okay. And then something uh, happened last night that's pretty, uh, it was a nice long run that I had there <laughs> without this happening. And then, and then it happened, then it happened. last happened. night. Uh, a great weekend, though. We went to uh, a lot of people called up. I think we were asking people where, where I should take her while she's in town. My mom's name is Cheryl. And a lot of people suggested Paul Huska and also Woolerock. Yeah. yeah. So we got out on Saturday to go to Paul Huska, which is probably the worst day to go because it's super crowded. Oh, I'm sure it was. Well, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we went to that mercantile place up there in Paul Huska. And I asked the, the guy working there, I was like, a table for two, please, for lunch. He said, okay, and looks at me with a straight face and goes, that'll be three and a half to four hours. Oh, my God. I was waiting for the punchline, like, you know, like, waka, waka, waka. Uh-uh, he was dead serious. <laughs> it was three oh. and a half hours. I thought, well, that can't be right. I gave him my number to text me. And then we walked around a little bit more. It was actually freezing. So then we decided to drive over to Woolerock to that place, that museum and am- animal sanctuary that everybody yeah. told us about. Uh, which, by the way, Ty, Mac, your son, Jade, would also love all these animals. There's We're buffalo, soon, all yeah. kind of stuff. And uh, they have like a trapper village where this guy dresses in leathers and... <laughs> Not <Those> leather. <laughs> what? I don't know. They call it a mountain man camp. This guy's got like this long beard and we all get into this teepee together and he starts telling us about... Um, how they used to do things back in the day, and he's got a fire going in the middle of it, and then about halfway through the story about the trappers and everything, he goes, guys, I got to get out of here. This smoke is burning my eyes. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're a very sensitive mountain man. <laughs> like, my eyes are watering. I'm about to cry, y'all. I got to go. Oh, so my gosh. we drove around, went to that museum in Willarock, which, by the way, this is like the biggest museum in the world, I think. Really? God, I mean, they had like literally everything. A little something for everybody. Planes. Native American oh, things, really? animal stuff, all kind of stuff. And is that is that crowded on Saturday? It Will wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Okay, but the weather was bad. So a nice long weekend. And then last night uh, we were watching the ACM. She wanted to go to bed a little bit earlier, so she went to my room. She was watching the television in there. I'm watching it in the uh, in the living room. The ACMs and there's a little bit of delay in between the two televisions. So your mom's got like. A little bit earlier television or right. something. Right, okay. so it's really loud. And I'm like, hey, Mom, would you mind uh, turning your TV down? I don't hear from her. So I go, Mom, would you would you turn down the TV? Still nothing. <laughs> so I get up, start, like, stomping to the room there to, you know, be like, hey, would you mind turning the door? Oh. And there she is, uh, nude. No. Yeah, no. She's- <laughs> Not only nude, I guess since you heard me walking that way, she then attempts to try to put on some clothes or whatever she was doing. And then I had to see her nude in motion. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, but here's this, the thing, Amber, and Ty can attest to this. Anytime we've been on vacation or a trip together, I'm going to accidentally see her naked. I don't know point. what it is. He, uh, this happens all the time with him and his mom, Cheryl. Really? Yes. And I'm like, Mom, close the door! Because it makes me angry. And she goes, hey, the bathroom door was closed. I was like, no, well, I guess a ghost opened it back because oh. it was. Why not cry out like, wait a minute, I'm nude. Why couldn't she do something like that instead of just silently like a mime try to put on clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get uh, it. Do you need to take the rest of the day off? You're free to go. 
You know, we get six free therapy visits with our health insurance <laughs> well, here. Well, so if you you know, need after one. all these years, I need like 600 now <laughs> every six single day. time. You know, I'm a little upset I don't get to see my dad naked near as much. <laughs> wow. Bullseye traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. I still can't believe that what happened to me over the weekend actually happened to me over the weekend. I'm dying to hear this story. Amber has no idea um, what happened, and uh, this is the first time I'm really talking about it to anybody. Okay. Um, so I moved into a new place in Midtown, and I've been talking about my move, and and uh, so we got into this new house, and I love the house. I love the neighborhood. The neighbors have been great. In fact, when I was moving in, like four people came over to say hey and okay. introduce themselves and all that. And this was, what night was this, Daniel? I'm confused. This now. was Friday night. Friday night. Uh, my son and my wife go to bed about 8 o'clock. So the house is very dark on the inside. But, um, you know, if you're a parent, you know when your kid goes to sleep, you, get, you can get a lot done. Yes. So I continued to unpack boxes, and I'm going back and forth. I didn't lock the house down yet. Like I hadn't gone and locked all the doors because I'm still kind of going in and out of the house, grabbing yeah. boxes, throwing boxes outside or whatever. And, uh, and then I remember there's something I need to do in my son's room um, that has to do with his bed not being put together right by the furniture movers. And so I go in there and I, oh, I can go take care of that because Mac actually was in the bed with my wife in our bed. So okay. I was able to go in his room freely and not yeah. wake him up and take care of what I needed to do, which is the opposite part of the house of where the garage is. So I'm in there, like, fooling around with the bed, unpacking things, and I'm not really noisy, but it's not exactly quiet in there. And then I get tired, because now it's, like, running up to 9 o'clock, and I go, I'm going to go sit on the couch for a minute and just chill. But remember, the house is very dark, aside from the room I was just in. And so I sit on the couch, and the TV isn't really even on. It's on, like, screensaver mode. So it's very, very dark in there, very dark in my living room. And obviously very quiet if you weren't watching a show. And very, very quiet at this point. Because now I've stopped working. I'm just sitting on the couch looking at Facebook or the news or whatever on my cell phone. I'm going to take a little break and then get going again. Okay. Meanwhile, I hear my dog snoring. And I'm like, that's a weird sounding snore. But, you know, he is a puppy and he's growing. And so I'm like, maybe he's got sinuses too because of, you know, the new city we're in. He's not used to it. And so that snoring stops after about a minute. And I just continue my little break on the couch. Remember, I can't really see past five feet in front of my face. It's pitch black in this house. Then the snoring starts again. And I go, I, I guess I better go check on this dog. And so I turn on my iPhone light. And I go to where the sound is, which is in my dining room, which is only about 10 feet away from me. It's one of those yeah. houses where the dining room is sort of the living room. Mm -hmm. And I turn on the light and two people are asleep under my dining room table. What? Two human beings. <laughs> it wasn't the dog at all. It was two people. Two full-grown adults. Adult females asleep under my dining room table. And, you know, if you have an iPhone light on somebody, I can see them. They, all they see is a bright light. They can't really tell what's going on with me. And I startled them. Uh, obviously, they had startled me because, you know, you don't usually have strangers sleeping under your dining room table. And I go, the first thing I said was, what are you guys doing? And the reason I reacted like that is because I'd seen them before. They had been going around the neighborhood knocking on doors with nonsensical stories of gangs chasing them. And What? Yes, and we need, and, you know, and later on, I'll tell you when the police officer got here, but a little, one of the officers said, that's what a lot of these people do. They'll say they're being chased, so you take them in. 
And but I could tell they were not well, if that makes any sense. They were uh, under the influence. Okay. When I saw them about three o'clock that afternoon, and she said, "Does so and so live here?" It's like a little game they play. And I said, no, nobody lives here by that name, and I don't think anybody's chasing you. I've been in the neighborhood all day. There's nobody else. And then they just went on, and I watched them walk down the street. It was a weird thing, but not enough where I was going to call the cops thing. Oh, it's just like, you know, they're messed up. They're probably going to go back to the gas station yeah. and hang out. Those same two ladies were the ladies that ended up in my house on Friday night. So I said, what are you guys doing? And I don't. I think I would have been much more scared had I not known them from earlier and yeah, known yeah. that they were completely out of their sure. mind. So the next thing I did was I go and get my wife out of bed, and I say to her, probably one of the scariest things someone could say to you, get out of the house, there's intruders. And she grabs my son and grabs the dog. She didn't grab me. She was fine with me staying. <laughs> and uh, barefoot, runs to the, I said, go to the neighbors. We'd met the neighbor. I said, go over to his house, go, go in. She runs across the street, barefoot and everything, dog in one hand, 911 on the phone, and somehow a kid in the other hand. And I got to tell you, if you call 911 and you say home invasion, they're there. I swear, if it took them more than three minutes, I would be shocked. Whoa. They were there, and not just one. It was like calling all cars anywhere nearby. And within minutes, I had four Tulsa Police Department SUVs uh, right in front of my house. Well, during that four minutes, which seems like an eternity... What are you saying to the women that are so, now at this point under your table? Remember, it's a very small house. Yeah. And so at this point, I go stand in the threshold of the front door. I, what I didn't want them to do was run away, and we never saw them again. And they they were in no condition to run away. I mean, they barely, I think they were more scared than I was. And so I stand in the threshold of the door. And remember, the lights are still off because the switch is near them, and I'm not going to go... But I did ask one of them, I said, hey, there's a switch behind your head. But they were not capable of even operating a switch. Like, that technology blew their mind. That's how they were. And so they said, are you going to shoot us? And I said, I'm not going to shoot you. You just, if, as long as you don't do anything crazy, everybody's going to be fine. I said, do you guys have any weapons? Yeah, we got knives. So they, like in a movie, they slid their knives over what? to my feet. I know. He means pocket knives, now, not like machetes. But I, but I didn't know like that at the time. Knives. But they said, we are armed. And I said, well, get rid of the knives. Now, I'm far enough away to where I feel like if they charge me, I can get out of there, too. I'm not, like, right next to them. You know, I wouldn't even go there and turn on the light. And so they slide their pocket knives over, which to me wasn't a threatening weapon. I mean, they just, they live on the street, so they have pocket knives. I uh, picked up the pocket knives. I said, you guys have guns. They swore they didn't have guns. But all that didn't take long because the police were there, like, like that. And uh, it, Let me interrupt. Why would you... Put yourself in the only exit yes. they had. Like, yeah, I wouldn't stood in the doorway. Their only way out. Like, no, that is what. That's when you get yourself killed is cornering somebody. Yeah. That, that actually was not the exit. That they they came in the back door through the garage. No, they so you expected the them to go out the back. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they. That's the exit they know because I had true. left my garage door because I was moving in and out. I didn't lock the house down, and that's how they got in the house. Are they pleading with you in that four minutes not to call the police, or are they just like? No, they were more worried that I was going to like go crazy on them. And which they're very lucky. Had they broken into the wrong house, they could have oh, been. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, luckily, I recognized them from earlier, already knew their mental state, and figured that they were just, you know, zonked. Um, but then the police come. And I, I got to tell you, these police are amazing. I mean, I was, I was completely stunned at their reaction, 
how they handled the situation, their follow-up, and then I've got a little more to the story, if you'd like to hear it, what I've now got to do. Oh, okay. It gets even more bizarre, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, coming up. We'll get to that in just a few moments right here on 98.5 The Bull. Also, we got free tickets to lighten the mood. We're going to be giving away this morning. Daryl Starbird's auto show is coming to town. That'll We've got tickets a, to it. A little bit later. It wasn't Daryl Starbird that broke it in, was it? He did not. Okay. No, thank God. <laughs> he's not a lady. He's, he's not like, two ladies He's either. like, Daryl, do you have free tickets? And he slid them across the floor to you. <laughs> you don't have any free tickets to your auto show, <laughs> do you? All right, hand them over. Uh, so that's all in the way in moments right here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country, Ty Daniel, Amber Glaze. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Uh, we're moments away. I kind of like this normalcy I feel like we're getting back to from giving away tickets where you can actually hang out with other people and stuff once we this pandemic Wild. goes away. So uh, we've got tickets coming up in just a few moments you before 8 o'clock. You could be headed to uh, the Daryl Starbirds Auto Show. Yeah, so hang on. Um, moments ago, I was telling you the story about uh, a home invasion that I experienced over the weekend. Uh, not too fun. Just a quick recap. You're just joining us. Uh, my family is asleep. And I sit on the couch and I hear snoring, which I think is my dog. I go over there to check on my dog with a flashlight. It's two people asleep in my house under the dining room table. And uh, I don't know if you, you know this, but you find two people in your house that are not supposed to be there. It's a little surprising. Yeah. Just a little bit. Terrifying. Uh, so I tell my wife to get out of the house. She grabs my kid, runs out of the house barefoot with a dog, a kid, and a, somehow calling 911 all at once. I got to tell you, this TPD, these Tulsa Police yeah. Department... These guys got to my house. If it was more than three minutes, I would be completely shocked. And when you're in that situation, seconds feel like hours. And it still felt fast for me. I was like, whoa, they're already here. That's great to know. Ah, I mean, she was on the phone and I heard sirens in the distance. I don't know if it's related to my call, but I thought it was. And I was like, man, these guys are rolling. <laughs> and they sure as heck got over there quickly to my house. So the situation is my wife is now at the neighbor's. And I've still got two people in my house. Um, and I'm standing in the threshold of the front door, probably 20 feet away from them at this point. Okay. I probably should have left, but I don't know. In that moment, you're just maybe not thinking straight, but I got, a, I got far enough away from them that I felt like if they charged me, I would be 20 feet ahead of them. Plus, they were in a mental state that I tried to get them to turn on the lights because the light switch was near them, and they couldn't figure it out. Okay. So they, the, the two ladies were heavily on drugs, and yeah. so they were like, like like nodding off kind of situation. Think, yeah, like half asleep, Allegedly, half awake or whatever, yeah. right? And uh, so now the police come. And here's a weird thing about this story is that day I had found a YouTube channel in the afternoon that I spent like an hour on killing time, and it was all police, Tulsa Police Department videos. Okay. Of them handling situations where somebody at Quick Trip was acting crazy, and they were so calm and gentle with these people, mm -hmm. it was like blowing my mind because they didn't know if these people were armed or what they were going to do. But one thing they kept saying was, do not put your hands in your pocket. You know, do these, you know, that's yeah. bad. They don't know what you're reaching for. Keep your hands. Um, and so when the police got there, I wasn't sure if they thought I, would, I was the home invader. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, how can they tell who's the invader and who's not? Yeah. So for whatever reason, when the cops got there, I put my hands up. Well, that's just smart, just, I think. I don't know. I mean, it was just, I didn't want them, they didn't know if I was the guy they were looking for or not. They, I could say, yeah, I'm the homeowner, but what if, you know, it was just something that occurred to me and I put my hands up. Yeah. 
And he walks up to me. He's like, so what's going on, man? I was like, man, I live here. And there's two people in, in my dining room. And they go in there, and they're so smooth. And, you know, they, they're they more conversational. It wasn't terribly confrontational because mm-hmm. I think they recognized, too, these weren't people that came in there wielding guns. And, yeah, yeah. Um, he's just like, it's almost the same thing I said when I saw him. He goes, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and then, like, within minutes, there was, I don't know how many police officers at my house. And then they walked me through the house to make sure that there was anything stolen. My wife's purse was under the dining room table where they were sleeping. Not a thing was taken. So I don't know if that was their motive. It was a cold Friday, rainy Friday. They had been wandering the neighborhood. Because remember, these are the two ladies I saw earlier. I think they just, what one police officer said is that a lot of times they look for what they call bandos, which is abandoned houses. Okay. And when they get cold and tired, they'll work their way into a, a house they think is abandoned. And uh, that's where they'll sleep for the night. Yeah. Now, remember, I'm just moving in. Yep. The house is dark because my kids are, or my kid is asleep with my wife. So I had all the lights off. And he said, there's a chance that, you know, they just saw all these boxes around. It didn't look like, you know, the way they entered looked like anybody probably lived here. And they just opened an unlocked door because I had it unlocked because I was moving in and out all night. And uh, they said, probably that's all that really happened here. Yeah. Is that they got cold, found a door, weren't really thinking straight. Found a soft spot under your dining room table on a rug, and that's where they slept. And that's when I found them. But alarming nonetheless yes. to find people in your house. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't want to get into all the rest of the details, but I'll say this, that I don't feel, I never felt threatened. And this is a huge charge if, you know, somebody wants it to be. It's a first-degree burglary. Let me say it like this. He has a choice to send them to, like, a rehab facility that night or send them, I guess, kind of book them into jail. Okay. Yeah. Here's the problem is since they came into his home while he was there, it's a higher charge. It's a higher charge. At first, the police thought that I had shown up and caught them in the house. But since they entered when a family was inside already, it's a totally different world suddenly, apparently. And this charge uh, comes to be like seven to ten years in jail. The other one is just they go get help. So then what what is he what is he to do now? What what does he decide because his kind of decision now impacts their life up to 10 years. What would you do, Amber? Like don't so forget you now. You still have the you still have the choice. I, I, don't really, I don't really know. Not really. I actually talked to somebody who's of legal mind, um educated and he's actually a lawyer, you know, and um Basically, what I can gather is that I'll get a call from the district attorney. Okay. And we'll talk it over. And they may recommend something, but I don't really want to get too into it. It's good It's good that you'll get a phone call later on because in that moment, like, you've got to think he's just had to have his wife escape with his young child. Yes. That's not your... your and at that moment, you're like, right no, whips. send him away. Yes. Um, so now you've but, got a tough decision to make here. I guess. I don't really know that for sure. I, I really don't know if it's up to me to make that decision or if it's a DA decision or if I can influence the DA one way or the other. I don't. What are you leaning toward? I'm not going to talk about it um, because I'm still kind of processing it all because I don't want to say one way or the other. Yeah, they could be listening like right on the edge of their seat. Oh I don't think God, they're near a radio right now. I don't know. Um, but uh, so that's the kind of the situation that that was my weekend. It was crazy. And I did worry that um, we just got this house. We love the neighborhood. And I was worried that my wife might be like, okay, we're not living here. And yeah. I just moved. Yeah. 
What about you and your your son? Were you ever like, oh, I got to get out of here? But I've I've walked through that neighborhood. It's a very nice neighborhood. I wasn't, and the only reason I wasn't, I didn't feel too threatened because these are the same ladies that had knocked on my door earlier that afternoon, and I recognized that they were just, they were not on planet Earth mentally. Yeah. They thought people were chasing them. Like, it was, it was bizarre. Um, So I wasn't freaked out. Like, had I just randomly stumbled upon people that seemed to be, like, wielding guns and, you know actually came after me that would have been totally different let me ask you a tough question here what if it were two men under there uh it would have it would have been scary um just like it was but i don't think regardless of sex of the people that were in my house the reason i wasn't as threatened is because i had already met these two ladies earlier and recognized their mental state had had i not seen them earlier and i found them i would just stop by your house you act like you've known them for years you're like i'd seen them earlier in the day but i recognized that they weren't all there and so when they ended up my house that night, I thought they were probably very confused or strung out or whatever, and I don't think they came in here to hurt me. Like I said, nothing was stolen. Here's another way. They took their shoes off before they came in my house because they were muddy. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, because when the cops and I were walking through the house, they wanted to see if anybody anything was messed with, and I said, well, I don't know about those shoes in the garage, and I don't know about those cell phones inside the shoes. So they left their cell phones and their shoes in the garage for like almost as a courtesy to not mess up what they thought was an abandoned house. What a bizarre Buddy, weekend. I, I could think about this the rest of my life. I'll never figure this out. So, uh, that's the situation I'm in. Uh, and, yeah, I guess I'll hear from the DA at some oh, point. Man. And we'll, we'll try to iron it out. But I don't know. Did you sleep at all that night? I was fine. Uh, wife shook up. Son... Um, luckily he didn't process exactly what's going on. And he thought it was really great that like a bunch of police officers were there <laughs> and they were like, you know, fist bumping him. And yeah, yeah his five-year-old's like having the time of his life, yeah. to yeah. just, you know, touch a pair of handcuffs. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he saw that kind of stuff. And one, one more little twist here is that we went to the house to see if there was anything, you know, messed with or whatever. But later that night I found a jacket that one of them had left. So not only did they take their shoes off, one took her jacket off and got comfortable and then went to sleep. And I picked up the jacket, and it, it had some weight to it. So I was like, I don't know what's in these pockets. So I called their non-emergency line. They came out the next day. That cop was super awesome. And he's like, he's like, man, it's like it, the word got around the station because they all were sort of familiar with, the, with what had happened at my house. Somebody broke in here and went to sleep. I said, <laughs> I know, but that's exactly what happened, man. <laughs> I know, I know. So that was kind of my weekend. Well, it sounds like you came out ahead if they, like, actually left things, shoes and cell phones and all that. Yeah, I guess I, I could have made a profit had I not Now they're going to turn around and file a report on you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> that guy stole our cell phones when we slept in his house. Uh, so there, there we go. Uh, coming up, we've got some free tickets for you. Yeah, we're going to send you and a few guests to Daryl Starbard's auto show. Be back in town soon. And you don't have to break into the radio station to get these and go to sleep. We're just going to give them away on the radio today. Is that right? Yeah. We're not going to make you try to burglarize anyone for them. Moments away on 98.5 The Bull. Weather looks good today. Let's check it out. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic. From the name. Missy. Missy, what city are you in? I'm in no water right now. I'm getting ready to walk into work. Oh, well, hang out. I don't want you to get fired, but I want you to win these tickets. So don't be late for work, Dana. We're playing a game, and Uh-oh. here we go. A very uh, quick quiz. It's called Car Brands by Model. I'm just going to name the uh, brand, and you just tell me the model. Pretty easy, right? Uh, first up, oh, who Lord. makes the leaf 
Who makes the what? The leaf. A car called a leaf. Yeah. Oh, boy. A leaf? I've never even heard of that. Help her out, Tig. A uh, Honda? I don't know. No, it's the Nissan Leaf. I would have guessed Nissan. Okay. Oh. Up next, who makes, who makes the Golf? Golf? Um, Hyundai? You said these no were going to be easy. It's Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Volkswagen makes yeah. the Golf. Okay. Who makes the Grand Marquis? How do you say that? Grand Marquis. Grand Marquis. Yeah. Grand Marquis? Oh, my gosh. I'm terrible at this. Is this Oldsmobile? <laughs> No, that is the Mercury. Oh, Mercury, Mercury. Marquis. Oh, it's alliteration. We who, should have known. Who makes the Outback? Outback. Oh, my gosh. Um, Highlander? Uh, Subaru. 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 And, you're uh, old. And finally. Uh, you need to go to this Atlanta yeah. Cars, yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. Who makes the Cherokee? Uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee? Yay! There you go. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, a nice recovery at the very end there for Missy. Um, are you going to take anybody special to the uh, car show with you? Um, just my husband and my kids. Oh, she's got a husband. Oh. Okay, boys. Seriously. Car show date. Car show date. Car show date. Car what car happens if date? you go there and fall in love with Daryl Starbird? Um, my husband would really be upset. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out falling in love with somebody you're not married to is bad for the relationship. Oh boy, that would be. I mean, if you get me some cars, I'd be happy. <laughs> All right. She's looking. <laughs> okay with it. She's trying to get some for herself out of this deal. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you have a great uh, rest of your, your Monday. Looks like a pretty nice day for us. And thank you so much for listening to 98.5 The Bull. Okay, Missy? Jake Cohen on 98.5 The Bull. Well, I hope you enjoyed the weather today because it's not going to be good after today because we're in the mid-70s. And then we're talking about freeze warning. What is going on? I don't like it too much. Not here for it. My mom's talking about covering up her plants and doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, lots of people have already started gardening for the year. Right. And I'm worried that, and maybe this might be stupid, but... We have all these beautiful things maybe going to bloom, and will this kill them off, and then we won't see that kind of stuff? And what can we do to protect, protect our own plants? Um, that I mean, we're I would cover about? them if I were you. So the effect is going to be from nine or 1 until 9 a.m. Wednesday, so that's tomorrow night starting at 1, and then um, all the way till 9 a.m. Conditions could kill plants and other tender vegetation that are left outdoors or unprotected. So as what, low as uh, 26 degrees is going to be possible. Uh, what, what are we talking about here? It's almost May, and we're talking about mid-20s? What is going on? I don't. I guess this cold front is some cold front coming down because today it's warm, tomorrow not great. So we can bring plants inside, keep them covered up, and then hope, hope for the best, I guess? It says that uh, hipsters are encouraged to bring their marijuana plants inside. To Stop it. It does not say that. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> do uh, do people in a lot of people in Oklahoma have gardens? I know in in Alabama, where I'm from, uh, this time of year, everybody in my family grows a garden, and then I have to hear about it. Yeah, well, like, every day for about three months. First of all, I love gardening. It's one of those weird things I actually enjoy doing that seems unlike me, but I do really like to garden. And my mom and I have been talking about doing some stuff in her yard. So, like, we're going to plant okra and things like that. But she also has just a ton of new flowers that we've been planting. So when so, you plant the garden, will you just assure me that I don't have to hear about it every day? Oh, I no, call, you're going to hear about I it. I call people down in Alabama. They're like, yeah, we planted some sweet potatoes, green beans, corn beans.
long bane snap. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I don't need to know every single thing you've planted. So you don't want to know that I once planted everything you could possibly need to make your own no. guacamole except for yeah. the avocado just, tree? Just be don't. like, yeah, I planted a garden, and you don't have to, like, <laughs> That's it. blow by blow I had details. cilantro and onion and garlic and peppers <laughs> and tomatoes. You're making me upset. I don't want to hear all that. Okay, you planted a plant. I get it. That's a lot of that's a lot of work, Tug. You got a little uh, house over there now, you, a little yard. Are you going to plant yourself a garden? Uh, yeah, because my boy. You oh, know. fun. There's a lot of things you don't do normally, but when your kid wants to do them, you end up doing them. So, yeah, it's probably going to be a Mac garden. I went to the uh, Tulsa Botanical Garden yesterday, and they have kits you can buy in there with for like $10 with a, a little sample of all this different, you know, spinach and all that, whatever. That's cool. Uh-huh. Pretty cool, I guess. You got no tiller or whatever. How are you going to till the soil? I don't know, man. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot. I just moved into this house, and I'll. I, well, you you just dig a hole. That's it. You put a plant out, oh, and then you watch it grow. There's way more to it than that. No, you just do a seed, and then you do some water, and then you do a seed. <laughs> then you have a cucumber. <laughs> That's how it works. Okay. So, in other words, you're not going to have a garden with your son this year <laughs> if you if not. you call it quote do a seed, <laughs> and then you have a cucumber. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then later uh, coming up, there's rumors. Rumors abound, I think unfounded rumors, that uh, Cotton Mouse are hanging out at Gathering Place, and Gathering Place actually has responded to all this, and uh, I thought you might want to hear about that. All coming up in just moments on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Tag Daniel Amber Glaze. Uh, Daniel was out on Friday because of ear hurt and uh now he's back so. <laughs> that is a violation of hippo i can't say your ear hurt you'll you be hearing about it earlier from my lawyer well amber you want in on this lawsuit too <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> 98 five the bull did people send flowers for your earache it was a big there was a candlelight yeah. visual there was there visual wow. have you ever seen heard of anybody missing work because their ear hurt them but well i don't know the, if you know this or not but uh being able to hear is a large part of uh, the show, working with you and hearing some of your breaks, I wish it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's time now for Did You See, where we take a look at what's going on in the world, brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Uh, you see this rumors abound about cotton mouse hanging out at Gathering Place. Yeah. And that's not a snake you want to mess around with. At all. Uh, but I think at this point, it's just rumors. And Gathering Place, they put out a nice statement about it. They said, uh, we have absolutely no history or record of any cotton mouse snake, snake bites in our park. Uh, while the park is a natural outdoor environment, we have professional procedures in place to safely manage any snake sightings. The safety of our guest is and always will be our utmost priority. Yeah, I was really surprised that this could possibly be true because you would think, I mean, they have groundskeepers and stuff walking around at all times making sure that things are safe. TPD roams that park at all times. They're literally assigned there. So you would think if something like that happened, we would have known Right. And I just think it got one of these, it got legs on social media for a mm-hmm. moment and, you know, these things happen. But I feel completely safe. One of my favorite places I've ever visited as far as like a public park. It's yeah. A great and Jay place. really loves the beach area there. So I'm glad to know that was just a rumor. Snakes could never afford to live in that neighborhood. That, that area <laughs> is blowing up. Pricey neighborhood. It really is. Right. They had to move out. Uh, did, well, go ahead. Did you guys see about Taylor Swift? She became the first woman with three number one albums in less than a year. This chick, I mean, not only did she put out Folklore and Evermore, arguably her best 
albums to date. I mean, they're unbelievable. Then she's like, oh, and also I'm going to totally redo all of Fearless so that I can have the rights to my own music again. That went straight to the top of the charts over the weekend. It is her ninth number one album. I think she's going to be a star. You know, I feel like of anyone <laughs> on the planet, she's living her best life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she is just... I got She's just unbelievable. I got busted listening to Taylor Swift. You did? Because, um, like, my on my phone, my Bluetooth was on or something. Uh -huh. And so my, when my wife started her car, it connected. And then she got me listening to some Taylor Swift. Is Cardigan your jam? I don't know what I was listening to, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't ashamed, but she just kind of caught me and I had to fess up. Imagine having nine number one albums in a row. What's it going to be like when she hits that one that doesn't make number one? You know what I'm saying? Like you did Ooh. this nine times in a row and then all of a sudden... Everybody's flame goes out. I don't know, yeah. though. Her albums continuously get better, so... Hmm. We'll see. Did you guys see that... Uh, gosh, I would hate to be a member of the royal family because they had uh, William and Harry's uh, funeral for his grandfather, or their grandfather, and there's a dang lip reader that was there watching to oh, see what yeah. they discussed after the funeral to I see if they that. would be uh, fighting and fussing. But actually, according to the lip reader, they were kind of being cordial to each other saying how nice the services was that's what the the grandfather would have wanted the music was nice they didn't seem to be fighting at all i mean come on can we not give these people any privacy whatsoever and they uh i guess they had to hang around for the just few moments their mask would have been off you know they couldn't see anything with them talking with those masks on yeah but ah oh man what a life i'm glad nobody can read my lips i'd get fired <laughs> oh, that! What if we looked over and we saw our boss Steve across uh, in Guthrie Green with binoculars, looking in here, seeing what we're saying to everyone? Yeah, during the commercials, <laughs> it's ninety-eight-five. The bull. Uh, we're gonna have a nice day today. It looks like. Yeah. Right, get used to it because we have freeze warnings in effect for tomorrow night. It's eight thirty. Tag Daniel Amber Glaze. Good morning. Ninety-eight-five. The bull weather from Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer and the News on Six 